Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from various parts of Texas in our bunkers and airships and whatnot. I am Flavio as usual, and with me as always is Thax, the gentleman adventurer, and Jack from Steam Chest, and we have Master Blue Stocking. Say hello, guys. Hey! So once again, we are here to talk, oh, probably about steampunk most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Good evening, everybody. You've hey, reached the Texas hey. Steampunk Connection again. Uh, it's Tuesday night, and uh, let's see. Uh, St. Patrick's Day was just this last Friday. It was great. <laughs> it was I didn't even realize it was happening until it was over. <laughs> oh, we'll see. <laughs> I couldn't forget because uh, Lex was out teaching Iris step dancing at a winery locally. Oh. So we went out there, had green beer, stone-fired pizza, danced for two hours. That sounds like a oh, wildly loud and dangerous time. <laughs> it was It was actually not that loud, and it wasn't wildly dangerous either because, uh-huh. I mean, it was it was a private event of like, I don't know, they actually had like 20, 40 people dancing. It was actually pretty a lot wow. of people. Yeah, yeah that's it was a big good. deal. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, so we probably be doing that next month for something else. They they really like her there. So sweets, yeah. That's what Lawrence we're doing. And Rita are here as usual. Thank you guys. And Johnny Steverson he also says hello. And so, uh, as we've mentioned every episode since he started, he is hosting the uh, what Gal- Galveston, Galveston Steampunk Festival event. The thing we're going to. The first we're all going Galveston. to be at. Yeah. Festival on July 1st. Buy your tickets. July 1st or no, April 1st? Because I'm going in April. <laughs> We're going to the after party in July. This for April. So. This week is, man, is, is messing with me. Yeah. So we have. It's 12 days away, man. You need to get on. You need to get, you need to get the plans done. You know. Buy them tickets. Well, speaking of which, which tickets are we buying, Fax? You bought one already. I, I, bought, I bought mine already. I, uh, General admission. Okay. Uh, right, that's they the also have here. a uh, three o'clock tea in the train. Three three thirty. Excuse me. Yeah, that's I'm the tickets we got. Was three thirty. Yeah, the one p.m. is sold out. I am, so. I am poor and trying to hoard my money. But you're uh, not going to the tea on the train. We'll be outside looking through the windows. Yeah, we're, we're actually we're talking about it. Depending on how tall the train was, we were going to sit there and stare at you through the windows and like be oh. drinking other things and like you know make having more fun than you were having. I decided we decided to do it because Emery. We figured maybe oh, she would she'd really get a yeah get a kick out of doing the tea you know the fancy tea and it being on a train. We thought yeah, she might. Oh, like got to be on a train. Be your first yeah. your first train tea is a day. Let me tell you. <laughs> I found out today. The first that, real uh, tea party. Our friend uh, DJ Argo. Uh, we'll also be on the 3.30 train. Uh, so we'll be staring at him, too. Well, this is not the 3.10 to Yuma. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, Rita will be in there, and Lawrence will be outside. With Lawrence us. will not. Lawrence will be out with, he will be out with us having a better Don't time. Don't have one of, one of Lawrence's very full and hefty beers <laughs> while we're on the train. <laughs> oh, oh. I, like, I like that. I like you setting up a date for him already. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> just saying oh. opportunity you know <laughs> oh it'll be good it'll be fun i'm looking forward to it yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah i think it's gonna be a lot of fun you get out of this house it's getting and, and frenchy and the punk will be there oh yeah aren't they are yeah. they playing twice is that what i'm reading they're playing like once in them like early evening and then again in like late evening or something i think so 
Well, they came all the way down. Johnny said the trains day. are tall. So the trains are tall. Y'all might need to right. get like. All right, Max, grab your soapbox. We're going. Stools. <laughs> so I think I'm the largest. So I'll be on the bottom. Jack will be on my shoulders. And Lawrence will be on the top. Three steampunks in a trench coat. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Wait, was it was 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 Lawrence wearing a, a kilt or was I just was he wearing pants last time? He was wearing a kilt, yeah. I okay, think so. Yeah, that might be a problem. You may have That's to be like on the, you're in the middle. <laughs> oh. oh. That's why I'm wearing a hat. I that brings a whole new dimension to the situation. <laughs> Look, I, we're I not going to like, Wait a minute. If my memory serves, this could be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, so, how's everyone doing with the up and down weather? <laughs> Well, oh. other than the fact of breathing is not important, apparently. I'm okay. <sighs> it's killing my brain. I was asleep until like 20 minutes ago, and I'm like, oh, no, I gotta get up. <laughs> yeah. It was drizzling all the way home for me. Uh, oh, it was work, work and back. I don't know if it yeah. rained all day. Uh, it just seems like it, Britain broke across Texas today. <laughs> it never I mean, really got it's... above 72. It never got to yeah. 72. And, uh, we got... Like, like spitty kind of rain this morning, oh, yeah, no, but just, that was it. Was it. Like dro- it was drooling all day. Yeah, it's just sitting in the air, making your head hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Max, awesome. like, okay, let's get the drinks. Drinks. We need to get the drinks. Let's get yeah. away from the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna drink my headache away. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some people are very affected by the barometric pressure. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not my friend. I can do really hot or really cold, but the the bouncing back and forth. As long as it's steady, I'm okay, but the up and down, I just, I don't do well with. So I'm drinking to pretend it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If you drink hard enough, you don't have to pretend. It just does not, it's not affecting you. It just goes away. <laughs> it's what you need to do. Well, I'm, those, I'm, I'm drinking my usual. So. The nose. What are you drinking? <laughs> just uh, those, those I'm, so I'm drinking my usual, hugs. so y'all do your thing. Or, yeah. uh... <laughs> yes, the apothic. <laughs> Uh, right, something is Warhammer 40k. Although that'd be some metal ass. Yes, the Gothic uh, Apothic. <laughs> Sorry, the Gothic Apothic. Sounds like a great metal band. It will be soon. I am drinking something slightly, uh, well, ex- exceedingly special. Um, actually, okay, slightly yeah. exceedingly good. Huh? Okay, <laughs> just Explain slightly exceedingly. exceedingly okay, well, exceedingly means it beyond excess. No, but didn't you say slightly exceedingly? Well, I mean, we did. All right, did. so we picked up a <laughs> we picked up a mead. We got ourselves some Viking blood. Oh, oh that is good. Yeah. Yeah, it's Danish, Dan, 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 Danish blood or MJ Danish? Yeah, they sell it. Mjöd. Mjöd. Yeah. Yeah, they sell that at Harvest House. Hibiscus and hops, and yeah. it tastes. That I don't, I don't taste the hops much, too. but the hibiscus is awesome. Yeah comes through and yeah. it's just like a it's like you pour too much honey in a hibiscus. isn't it like 19 percent? oh it's something stupid yeah 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 it's yeah because yeah. they sell it in glasses like this big at harvest house <laughs> yeah i got i got the i got this and it's like a pretty penny and uh we're drinking yeah. it out of like you know little things yeah yeah you don't need a whole lot no 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 <laughs> considering that like you said you only need like three ounces to have an entire beer out of this stuff so yeah a, a, a decent. My brother's looking for a good mead, and uh, he he found one uh, that I will not mention the brand of. And he got it home and opened it. It tasted like band aids. Mm. <laughs> oh! Mm. <laughs> and he he sent a message to the, the meadery. He said, "I I don't think this was a good batch. Um, it, it something not right with it." So they sent him another bottle. Okay, so we opened it up. more band aids. Well. <laughs> 
just that's just how they bring, made it. bring can can you get one of these because we must try this now <laughs> we must try the band-aid we, 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 science we must tell try us when this. the broadcast is over yeah <laughs> put this on the patreon channelers i don't know where his bottles are now um i'll have oh, to bring it out another day that's Lauren. Lawrence says he's got the dragon's milk. Of course he's got the dragon's How milk. Does he he just milks that dragon every time. Every... <laughs> really? <laughs> what? In his kill? You... He's in his kill, milk and dragons. <laughs> bent over halfway, you know, at the side like this. Really big cistern. <laughs> See, now dragon making snort, quit it. dragon noises over here. I'm not totally sure what noises a dragon would make by being, being milked, but you know. I can go either way, really, I'm sure. Can you, can you give us an example? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god don't worry about it oh it's been a week it's only tuesday yeah what? right <laughs> so my co-worker uh was up in uh, dallas fort worth and was told by another co-worker you have to go by this brewery and you have to bring some stuff back i've never heard of martin house brewing company okay but they're out of fort worth and tonight i am having king of king's cake Ooh. Oh. Which Ooh. is a king's cake inspired ale. So it's going to taste like plastic babies? <laughs> it's gonna t- I hope not. Does it have a little plastic baby <laughs> floating in it somewhere? Uh, maybe. Babies and band aids? We sit there drink it and suddenly you start choking because you got the baby in the back of the throat. Yep. <laughs> you win. Hey, I'm just hoping it doesn't have like glitter in it. <laughs> the beads fly out as soon as you open it up. <laughs> Okay, it looks like right here. That's right. a good color. That's that's. There you go. Unfiltered. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna say that is very cloudy. Oh, that, that's percent. It almost 10%. looks like tea. Okay. You know, good tea. Tea you can't actually see through, or at least it's steeped enough. It's hard to see through. It it does have a a, a very sweet scent, like frosting sweet. That's kind of weird. Yep, frosting sweet flavor too. Ooh. I, I don't know what to is think of this. Good? I mean, <laughs> alcoholic frosting. It, oh, the world thing up next. It, it falls into the <laughs> dessert category. It's a little odd for beer. Um, a little odd, but, but it's that's good. that's kind of how I felt about the 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 red velvet cake one. I'm like, this. Yeah, is like, that's true. Yeah, it's like yeah. you poured a it's like you poured a beer into a cake, and somehow it doesn't clash. But it's it's, it's odd to think about. Um, also, Rita has Lacroix Key Lime, but what's more important right now is that Lawrence has um suggestions on milking a dragon so <laughs> be very careful not to make the tet sore it's very <laughs> gentle yeah. and sing it while milking yeah. so yes. there you go so what are we saying what, what would you sing <laughs> no, what ex- i'm assuming you would hum to imagine dragons it's the only thing i can come up with off the top of my head it's a little radioactive oh my god <sighs> There's a book in here somewhere. I know it. There's a story that can be written about this. Oh. Erica's uncle, legends opening, maybe from Oklahoma. They had cows, and uh, she told me one day he was milking the cow, and the cow kicked him, mm-hmm. and he kicked it back really hard. Oh no! No, that's not. <laughs> I... That is not the proper response. He was it's on the wrong side. If it kicked him, oh. I... not I my cow, not my problem. You have to kick the cow hard because otherwise it's just not going to notice. Cows yeah, basically, as much as they weigh, you kick them. It just feels like a love tap from the cow. It's not, um, you really have to like exert. Like I worked with horses, and 
horse smacks you with his head, doesn't think twice about it, but you want him to stop smacking you with his head, you actually have to haul off and like explain to him, no, you don't do that to me. Are we talking about sure Tom Cruise punching a horse and farting away? Is that what we're like? <laughs> I've no wish to fight you, and then he punches the horse. <laughs> I was thinking Arnold Schwarzenegger punching a camel. <laughs> Get down! <laughs> Get out of the chopper! You're not supposed to be here. No. Sorry, that was my bad impression impersonation. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. <laughs> oh hush. Thank you, oh, Lawrence, for continuing this line of <laughs> this line of conversation. I appreciate Dragon your effort. Slash about dragons. Oh, apparently there's a Game of Thrones themed thing. Yeah, okay, there you go. Learn how to. Milk a dragon on dragonsmilk.com. <laughs> or just, Wait. just instant message Lawrence. Apparently, he is a master milker of dragons. Interesting. <laughs> he would love the attention. Sure. Lawrence is our dragon master. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, anybody see anything cool on the TV? I would. I want to be. You know, here's what we need to do. We need to make a list of this because I want to. I want to refer back to this in future episodes. Just as a a Mm -hmm. random moment, we'll be talking to some other person that's on the on the stream about their book or whatever, and be like, you know what? I'm sure we. I have to figure out a way to crowbar it in, but I'm going to. What's your stance on milking dragons? It's like. (laughs) So your book. Your book seems very light (laughs) on dragon milk. I know a man you need to talk to. Are you for make or sure against? It's authentic. Because when you're writing a book, you need to make sure everything's authentic. I know a workshop you can go to over there at Steampunk <laughs> November over the over the you know over the break. And then there's this guy you need to run into named Lawrence. He's an expert dragon milker. He's in a kilt. He's very he's gentle. Very gentle with the He team. starts off with being very gentle. He gives the first lesson the first five minute lesson for free. He teaches you how to hum a couple bars and uh, shows you the proper way, the proper stance. Clothing bucket. Okay, I, I'm done. I can't go any further with this right off the top of my head. And this is how we celebrate our Patreon supporters. We love no, you all right. very much. We give you random names and give you random. You have jobs become part of, the story. Back on this, part of the story. You are forever a part of our narrative now. Thank you. That's what I used to do with the steam, with the steam chest people. We'd write them into our our. We'd send out a letter. <laughs> Of kind of the stuff, trying to basically build a story around the stuff we're sending out in the box, and we'd bring in people who were making the stuff, and some of our supporters in there, and have cameos. It was real fun. <laughs> we may have to have reading corner with Jack. He reads one page of that stuff every now and then. You know, when we run out of things to talk about. Well, I'm going to force the conversation. I hear you've been watching. <laughs> you've been watching uh, Shadow and Bone. Oh. Yes, yes. Really out as oh. of I, as of I. Yeah. It is I freaking awesome. And um, yeah, we I've only in like episode two ish, maybe three. I was passing out, so I have to watch whatever last episode I was watching because I was exhausted. But the I love how the story is going. I still love how they're balancing the two story, uh, the two story arcs very well. Now there's three ish. Well, they've kind of recultivated one of them back into the fold, so it's it's kind of broken into two now. But it's there's the yet again the main high story arc with the big wizard things going on, and then there's the the main like mob characters doing the mobby things and um, it's filled with swash and buckle lots and, of swash uh, and buckle swash and swash heists. Buckle. um bombs yeah, that the 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 uh the the uh the crew of 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 uh heisty thiefy people Th- those are my favorites <laughs> the, the main plot is okay but the uh 
it does feel very much like they're a family that lives in like like 18 people who live in like a two bedroom house. They all just have to get along with each other because like just the sheets around the bathroom and they're just walking by, you know, just whatever's going on. And he knows everyone's name. He's calling them out. If you've ever read The Lies of Locke Lamore, uh, which I highly recommend, it feels just like that. Mm. Uh, which is, uh, yeah, a, a series that, that I highly recommend. Um, Lies of Locke Lamore. It's, it's, it's all, it, it's, it's not steampunk. It's more uh, uh, fantasy medieval, but, but so good. <laughs> okay, I will okay. finally watch it. I swear, because I need to watch this and I need to watch Carnival Row. I've just it's been easier to hide and stuff that I don't have to think about. But I swear, next time, the next episode, I will watch. I will have all of this watched. I promise. And actually, well, the author, I like the author Lee Bardugo because um she's got another series, the Hellbent series, and it's really oh, and she also just signed like a twelve book, seven figure deal with the her publisher. Oh. It's not all books in the same universe it's, or same series. It's 12, diff, 12 books across different series. And like, it's like seven, no, eight figure. There's a lot of figures. Ooh. It's well over a million. Yeah, it's well, it's like multi-million dollar 12 book deal that she just signed. So yeah, no she's, I mean, she's, she's pretty prolific and she's made them a lot of money with this series. And like I said, the Hellbent series is, um, it's about secret, it's about secret societies at Yale and demons and magic. And it's, really really good and there's some steampunky elements hidden in there but so i will i i i, I swear i make this promise i will watch it and i'll watch carnival row because i still haven't finished that either yeah we were, we were starting finish- that and then suddenly the mandalorian pops back and i've, uh, I've been watching carnival row i think there's, I'm about too half much TV? there's a lot of tv there is i don't have a lot of time for it either i get it there's a lot of other things i've been wanting to watch like i don't think we've even finished better call saul yet we've been trying to do that for like two years <laughs> We keep yeah. That's like, not we can't really watch it with a kid in the room because it's a little violent sometimes, or the um, a, a, a little. And I mean, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So that's one reason we're just like we can't watch it when he's in the room, and he's usually in the room with us. So we have to find other things to watch, and um, so yeah, <laughs> we don't get to watch that one very often. However, we got we did get to watch um, that guy's other movie. Um, I'm nobody or nobody. That's what it was. It's the oh. same guy who played. Yeah, he, yeah, Bob Oden- Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk, is, yeah, yeah. He plays essentially. I'm gonna say, he, yeah, he's he's kind. Of, it's his version of like John Wick to a degree. And um, yeah, I heard that was really it really was good. Really good. I will admit, I think I enjoyed it better than John Wick in a lot of ways. And and I don't say that John lightly. Wick. I thought Did y'all hear about Lance Reddick? Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That made me so. I, I rewatched some of Fringe last when I was like, I just sat down and had to rewatch some of that because I just, yeah. That man had a swagger and a style and a man. tone that you knew who yeah. it was when he got on stage. Very, very unique individual. And he had just finished filming as Zeus for the new Percy Jackson in the Olympian series that's supposed to come out oh, next year. Hard. I'm wondering because I kept reading he had just finished John Wick 4. He had just finished like the 12 episode Percy Jackson. He just finished doing a voiceover for a game or a cartoon or no, the Hellboy cartoon. The new yeah. Hell, he's Hellboy in the new Hellboy cartoon that's coming out. <laughs> like, you think he, he just worked himself to death? I, I wonder. <laughs> like, so, is that I'm trying to think? He was only 60. There was a was actor 60. who played like that, that far away, does it? Uh, it's like oh, 13 it's... years for me. <laughs> it's not that far away. 
It was interesting. I was reading something else here recently. The villain in the Street Fighter movie back in the early 90s or late 80s, the main villain, the main villain guy, um, the only reason he took that role is because his children and his grandchildren liked that, you know, they knew of that. And he was actually fighting cancer at the time. And so he did it. He took that part just because he wanted to be a part of, you know, their universe. Yeah. And the only way he really knew how, because he didn't, didn't really have another way of integrating with it. So he became the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to take this all the way. And he did. I mean, uh, you know. Oh, 11. <laughs> he had a great time, I, I imagine. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was sad because Lance Reddick seemed like one of those actors that he's just he was a really cool dude off screen. He was just chill and peaceful. And his Twitter account was always just very love and, you know, peaceful. And it's yeah, he's one of those actors you don't want to hear that he's done something he shouldn't have been doing Mm because he just you like him so much. Yeah. But the ones I've met, there's only one that I've met that I didn't really like the way, like it wasn't a, it wasn't a great experience. Um, and I think it was just, she was having a very bad day and I'm going to, I'm going to roll it off that way. But the lady who played uh, uh, Troy on star Trek. Oh no, she's uh, no Marina. She, no, she just, she, having, she just hates doing it. Oh, I guess. She, no, she's one of the people that said that text when during the Texas freeze, that it was our fault. Oh, never mind. Oh, well. our poli- that's the, and she also, that's the only Texas actor COVID I've ever really run into that. Had issues yeah, no, she's not nice. When the Texas COVID numbers spiked again, it was our fault and we should all die because we voted no. in this. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I, I kind of understand the position of what she's saying, it, but no, she's all that, she was, if she was like, just, she chose violence. She was just mm. mean because yeah. there's gerrymandering and a whole lot of other things that go on in the state. It's not as yeah, simple as like, close on like yeah. our races all the time now. So, you know, yeah, it's, she we're, took we're really a very split. reductivist approach, so it wasn't. Yeah, it's so it was easy to take that approach. I, I've been tempted mm-hmm. to feel the same way about Florida recently. I know, I know same, right or appropriate, but but there's a mess down there, and you know, <laughs> somebody's yeah. gonna be blamed. There's a mess down yeah. there. Yeah, it's just it's it's not that it's just like anything. It's not as simple as voting. It's the problem is the way that the voting the lines are rigged throughout the state and you know you've got to be able to understand that so which is also why i try to stop making fun of florida because they're in the same kind of boat that we are as far as that goes it's just the only reason we know about florida like the florida so much is because the with sunshine law so like every crazy thing that happens that someone gets arrested for gets put in the paper that's why it's always florida man (laughs) that's what we always hear about florida man and not a name is because there's a rule saying you're not allowed to use people's names but all the wild, convicted. yeah. So but it's all always the wild Florida crimes man. are They're always. Yep. But, yep. Yeah, they publish makes, everything. Yeah. So it it's makes just it actually more you know, funny, I think. We, we don't need to be reductive about what's happening in certain states because it's not. A lot of times, it may be a situation where you just we're doing our best. <laughs> we're trying. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just trying to get money in the bank. It's hard. Oh, no, maybe no. out of the bank now. I don't know. And not you know, <laughs> and not freeze in the winter. See, yeah. Speaking of the banks, yeah. maybe putting money in the bank is such a great idea right now. It's oh, yeah. Of, yeah. Three major banks now, and one had a shot. You know, the Swiss bank had a shotgun wedding with another Swiss bank because the government said they had to, but was also willing to bail out both banks. Fun. 
Yeah. It's so Victorian. <laughs> Very. Yeah. Very We're living Victorian. on the edge of an apocalypse, y'all. So did nah, just a financial downturn. Did he even got show and tell? Anything like that? Um, not tonight. A little. A little. I got, I got a little. little. What do you got, Jack? I'm, I'm trying to find show it. Show what you got, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's Bring see it here. <laughs> Bringing it. Present. Uh, share screen. And that's that's new. I don't like the new thing. We just moving our squares around. No, no. He has to be the first <laughs> one square. It stuff. <laughs> Oh, entire screen. That's the button I want. There. Sure, there I go. Now. <laughs> Throw that, one of these. Aha. Here we are. Oh. What? Really? <laughs> this, this. Oh, where'd it go? Wait, is that no. your. I was like, is that your background? Or are you showing us this? What is no, this? This is this is something I found. I've, I've been, okay. Because of the company I work for, um, Which is I, I run into a lot of, I run into a lot of funny things that are plumbing related. And uh, this one popped up in a thing, and I'm like, "All right, I have to go find where I where this came from." And so I scoured the internet a little bit and found that a steampunk home design is a web is a Facebook page. And okay. I mean, they've got some good ideas, but this is actually I think the best idea they had. I actually want to go build this. <laughs> I know it's dumb. Good God! <laughs> but I mean, he's got some. They got some others. Like you know, this this is actually fairly handy and useful. And look, you know, it's made of pipes, and this is a lamp. And uh, that's a robot with a plug and a switch. So, you know, it's still it's useful. USB, it's a USB uh, charger. A USB charger plug, you know. I'm pretty sure you just plug it into the wall. You have a switch and everything turns everything on and off. Fancy. You know, good shelf. I've seen some of these on Etsy, yeah. But most of the time, it doesn't look... It looks overdone or underdone or something. That's a little this, much. <laughs> this feels a little like they, they hit the right angle on it a little better. Just the fact it's, yeah. it's not overly done, but it's useful and it has the aesthetic. Okay, that's a little weird, but you know, hey, you know. Actually, I kind of like that. I totally put that in my office. Yeah, exactly. On that. There's a red one. Now, this one vaguely reminds me of the one from um, Mr. Science Theater. I think it's the red Yes, one. Crow. Crow T Robot. Yeah, yes. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is an interesting tiny little lamp because these are these are spacers okay. that we use for like, I wasn't sure yeah. if that was a lampshade or toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's actually really tiny. That's maybe like a two inch, two to three inch tall. Okay. And this right here is very small because these are like half inch spacers. Doorknob? <laughs> so yeah. That's that's pretty much what I have right off. Um if there's anything else. Oh, I do have I do have this thing I found. It's cute. Aww. It's cute. Oh, it's polymer clay. My mom makes jewelry. Yeah, polymer clay. That stuff is wild. My mom mm -hmm. makes jewelry out of that. I didn't. Yeah, you can do anything with that stuff. That's oh, yeah, so cute. It's adorable. I was sent this just a few moments ago. Yeah, Lawrence uh, sent that. Yeah, it's a nice looking dragon. It is. How big is that? That looks like, okay, eight inches. Wow, that's actually pretty decent size. Looks like my dragon in Warcraft. Yeah, yeah it does look like the, the yeah. mountain Warcraft. My steam scale incinerator that I fly around on. Ooh. <laughs> I think I got a big blue. I got I got a Japanese dragon without wings on it. That's, that's what things around. I got a bunch of other things. The best part of that whole game is the fact that I can play Pokemon in there. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dax, what'd you bring? Oh, fast pump. Okay. Um, Wait, before we move on, I have one more thing, apparently. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm being told. <laughs> Everyone knows that I, I am a big, I'm a big proponent 
of computer games. And we all know of the Frostpunk one, right? The one that has like the, the, the city that's wrapped, like the last city on Earth. It's in a crater and they're like huddling. The one that I played, yeah. I played yeah. it for like a week and it was, yeah, it was hard. <laughs> well, they're coming out with a two. Yeah, mm. I knew they were coming out with a second one. And it's supposed to be even yeah. more in-depth and more impressive and more all this stuff. It's so hard. To... It's hard oh, to balance very hard. Very I mean, hard. yeah, you've got to balance between you, do you want child it. labor laws or yeah. do you want to have certain people die because they can't make enough. You know, these I, mean, are I didn't know if there's any cheat codes for it. I should have looked. There are plenty of things you can go on the, on the uh, workshop on Steam ah. to help out either make it more difficult, more interesting, more sarcastic, sarcastic and exotic. And also I didn't get it through Steam. Steam. I think I got it. You can actually still get it, put it through the Steam no. Workshop um, if you got it through probably like uh, good old games or uh, GOG. I think yeah, I thought I think I got it through GOG. Maybe I'm not sure. You can uh, yeah, you can still link it through your Steam into the Steam account um, okay. with the, the GOG information. So even if you so bought it's it not off like the Steam, this. So it's not like SimCity where I just type in Rosebud and I get all sorts of money. <laughs> these days, it's not really quite that way. Uh, essentially, <laughs> modules were made for it, and Steam has an interesting way of. Uh, setting up a game file so that all that all the workshop stuff goes to like a centralized spot in the game. So most games are take that into account when they write it now. So it's easier for workshop integration. So it's not like you got to go take this exe file. You got to open it up. You got to rename line 37 with something strange. If I can't just type something in, it's still things. too much trouble. <laughs> if the game freaks out, you got to reinstall it because you messed up somewhere. Don't yeah. make me work for my cheating. <laughs> <laughs> to go down and to get his oh, yeah. materials um, and the whole package. So yeah, there's another game called uh, We Need to Go Deeper and it's about a mad scientist in a submarine and it's Ooh. a game where you slowly go lower and lower in the, into the abyss trying to get parts for your machine and um, it's on sale right now on Steam as well. So um, I think Lawrence, like Lawrence Frostpunk is a, is a city builder. It's not an F, it's not a first person or an MMO. It's a city builder where you've got a, it's a yeah. It's like a dark version of yeah. SimCity mixed with um, games yeah. like Rimworld or Dwarf Fortress, where you have your, you actually do have characters and people, or decisions you make really change the way your um, yeah ecology yeah. of your works. It's a little more involved than SimCity. Yeah, you know, you got starving children, so that added a new dimension. <laughs> do you, you put you your starving children just, to work? Yeah. Or you get people who do get hurt. Do you bury the bodies in the accident. snow, or do you burn them? Well, if you bury them in the snow, you can eat them later. <laughs> no, it was because you could use them for prosthetics. That's what was killing right. me. You can, yeah. <laughs> if you bury so, them in the snow, then you can use their limbs later. I was like, so oh my god. in the room world game I play, yeah, if, if you're playing yeah, on like a... This is terrible and awesome. Outside, you can you get raided. You can shoot the raiders. And um, <laughs> yeah, you, the bodies freeze. There are things you could do with that. With, with that. Yeah, it's not great. It's, but it's interesting. Into- they're they're interesting choices, <laughs> which are preparing us for our future. <laughs> yep. It does have a lot of Alpha Centauri vibes. Um, that one was also a very good game. Um, yeah, I liked Alpha Centauri. So that's what we that's what we got or I got. All right, thank you. That, that was awesome. I I, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I'm coming from the uh, glue some gears on it and call it steampunk kind of <laughs> direction. <laughs> but uh, as a kid, didn't you always want a a uh, go kart with a real yes. motor? In the back yeah, yes. around even if you didn't have a license or any knowledge of driving. <laughs> you, just wanted, you just wanted to steer with bloody abandon. Yep. So 
now that we're grown-ups and we can do such things, I would like to introduce you to oh, the no. cycle part. Uh, let's see. Share screen. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm here on cyclecarts.com and it is it is a, a weird little club of <laughs> so far I think it's only only gentlemen, but there's no reason why you, you hey. Oh wow. Oh, oh I've seen these before. Yeah. So they're, they're tiny so cards that you build. You cannot buy them. You have to hand make them yourself. Um, yeah. They've got a little motorcycle engine and motorcycle wheels and everything else is cobbled together junk that you might find at the Home Depot or well they're fancy the soapbox racers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh I, I'm super excited about these. I don't know how to weld or build anything <laughs> like this, which makes me want to do it. Um, there's probably a YouTube video for that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure, but I don't have like the machine or any of it. But I love the idea of that they're they're based on 1910s, 1920s European race cars, you know? Yeah, they're very cool. That uh, the idea is you, you find one of these classic photos of, of one of these classic cars and you build not a scaled down version, but a a caricature of of your inspiration, you know? So if you yeah. feel ridiculously, you can just print off a picture and slap it on the side. <laughs> Uh, if, if it comes to that, I suppose. <laughs> but I've always been turned on by, like, you know, those those old style racers where the the wheels are outside the carriage and yeah, you know, this engine and you're strapped to the back and you just go. You just wear your your little goggles and your driving hat and your got your little scarf yeah. blowing out in the wind. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. And, uh, I found a I found a website that sort of directs you on how to how to start building it build your own race car.com oh no Ooh. you know what this thing needs a little more power <laughs> yep there and, you go it, it, you know it's got some some basic you know breakdown and then here's books that you should go buy <laughs> wow books um yeah it it I'm, I'm super excited about this um so far most uh cycle cart racers are up in the northwest but there are like individuals all across the world who are building them on their own and they, you know, voyage up into Washington once a year to race them. How do you carry one of those with you? Does it come uh, apart? Trailer, I'm guessing. Well, if you're not, if, I mean, do you like airship it or do you just make you mail it to yourself there. over here? Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, do you I, mean how do you get it from overseas? Yeah. I don't have to have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> because the the whole the whole car from from what I'm reading you know shouldn't cost you more than two grand for parts to put it all together and you have to build it so it's it's very approachable something mm. one of the things I like because I'm poor <laughs> and, I'm assuming two grand and that counts like all your tools and everything too or the whole, whole up tooling of it getting to that point because like you don't need a whole lot for this really um right. like you said a lot of it's found parts and like I'm assuming you have to buy the wheels. You'll have and... to find 17-inch uh, motorcycle wheels, which are not common, and uh, yeah, uh, a motor, um, some steel or, or wood or whatever you're going to build it out of. Yeah, your frame. And uh, hopes and prayers that it stays together. <laughs> a lot of glue. That's cool. Yeah, I'm looking at these yeah. now. These are that. Uh, yeah, the Google image search. There's some really cool ones for the. Wow. 
Huh. And uh, there's a there's a Facebook group of parts <laughs> North America uh, that I, I follow just because you know I'm fascinated by it. And they often post like pictures of real cars from the period just to get inspiration from. See if I can find uh, some, some definite uh, historical parts there. I don't think this car even exists. No, that one does not exist. But <laughs> I want it, it could exist. I want it hard. <laughs> Let's take an airplane and turn it into a car. It reminds me of something I saw in an anime. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it does actually. The last something or other. I don't know. Oh yeah, it does look magic- like the last yeah. exile <laughs> stuff. It does look like some plane from the last exile. Yeah, last exile, exactly. She knock yeah. the back wheels off and make it fly. Yep, basically. <laughs> Very cool. But, it's a van so ship. I don't, I don't know if any reason you couldn't build this within the oh. rules of the, of the thing. There are rules. It's a little large, but other than that. Well, you'd have to like make a, a much scaled down version. But, you know, yeah. as, as far as covering it, you could put the front wheels inside of a hub like that. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, pull up the one Lawrence just shared a link for, because that is awesome. That is, yeah, that is excellent. <laughs> Uh, cycle cart. Oh man! Yeah, the steampunk three wheeler. Oh, <laughs> that is super cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if this would yeah. count as a cycle cart, but I'm loving it. Yeah, I really like that. It looks like fun. Yeah, so that's the that's my report. Um, very cool. Flavio uh, and I would talk about going to ACC and learning to weld. Pretty much every year, <laughs> we never did. <laughs> um, but now, like I have now, I have two brothers-in-law who are both interested in learning to weld. Like one of them bought me a book, How to Weld, which I've cracked open, but you know, strapping it to the side of my head didn't help. Um, yeah, no, I get you. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could learn by osmosis really too. If we could live by, if we could, if we could learn by osmosis, blue stocking here would be big brained. <laughs> blue stocking, oh, which you had to be in college for this long. <laughs> Yeah, just absorb everything in the library. Start uh, yeah, that would... <laughs> Thanks, Lawrence. That's, yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah. I don't know. You should maybe, I mean, you know. Else, you could take it to Steampunk events and be awesome. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Compose with yeah. the Texas Steampunk yeah. Connection vehicle. Yep. The Flavio Flyer. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> that rhymes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So huh. that's what I was. I, I was looking for stuff to talk about, you know, going through uh, um, steampunk missives today, and not finding anything. I'm like, have I talked about cycle carts? Not that I can remember. Mm. I need to. These are cool. So cool. Uh, I don't think they're road legal <laughs> at, at all. Um, but the the thing about this, there's this little tiny Washington town that allows them to have this event every year where they let them ride on the city streets. Like they cone it off and they have an event where they can zoom around and, and do the thing uh, for one day. Uh, another thing about it is, is, is there's a culture around the cycle carts where it is a, a gentleman's sport. And I don't mean yes. men. I mean, it's gentlemanly. Yeah. There, there's no like strong drive to win at all costs. If there's somebody coming up behind you, who's faster than you, you let them by. You're not like yeah. jockeying uh, for for position. It's it's civil. It's very civilized, and and everybody's yeah. there. Number one to have fun. 
the racing is is more amount of showing off the vehicle. I want to speed around. Yeah. Because because they're so small and they're so close to the ground, even though you're not going at tremendous speeds, it feels much faster. Yeah. And uh, so you're getting a real like thrill ride experience of racing, which sounds awesome. I want this very much. Sounds like well, we need to go go-karting. I was going to say, there's a whole internet's worth of instructions for you, buddy. Start making right. one. And, and I mean, I if, like you don't, if it doesn't require that much capital. Right. Just, just knowledge and time. Neither of which I have. <laughs> uh, Jack brought up go-karting, and I know there are spots in town where you can like rent a go-kart and do their private track, but it's not the same. Because no. yeah. you, didn't, you didn't build it, and you, you didn't soup it up and, and tune the engine yourself and all, all the I don't know anything about tuning engines, but it must be fun. <laughs> the guy I who like works on the motorcycle all the time, you know, so they're revving his motorcycle engine <laughs> seems to have, have a lot of fun figuring out how to tune his engine, whether he knows yeah. how to or not to. My first husband was a shade tree mechanic. He had a great time with it. He, I mean, he wasn't good at it. He, <laughs> took his his he had an 81 ford f-150 it was a three on the floor or no it was a three on the tree and he tried to turn it into a three on the floor and he put the gears in backwards and then when we were driving to mississippi the whole thing fell out on the mississippi river bridge along with our drive shaft but he had a great time (laughs) it's a same situation but but miniaturized so that if the whole thing falls it's a lot safer you have your own. You have your regular car to drive home. You're not dropping nuts and bolts on the highway as you're because we had people behind us and they're like, and they got this was before cell phone. They flagged us to pull over and they're like, there was nuts and bolts flying out of the back of the yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and like this was like ninety six, ninety. This was ninety seven. So yeah, it's not like they could just call us and like, oh yeah, they had to wave us to get off. Yeah, it was bad. So this is much safer, you know. And now there's YouTube videos that you can watch to learn how to do this stuff instead of just cutting a hole in the truck. <laughs> We're going to figure out how to do it ourselves. It's going to fit a certain way, right? It can only fit one way. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I have watched a lot of auto repair videos, and uh, most of them are like, that was complicated. I am not going to do that. <laughs> Well, let me ask you this. I know you say you don't have any time, but I mean, it's not like this is a time limit on this thing. This is just something you can, because that would also be a gentlemanly, gentlemanly, you know, thing. Just piddle around with it on the weekends, you know, may never finish it, but it's just something to do. So my wife's ex uh, was one of these car guys who had a broken down car in front of the house at all times. Oh, so she's okay. a little sensitive <laughs> no, I, no, I, can, I, I can understand. I, yes, I can relate. I yes, want, absolutely. I not mean, want another piece of crap in front of the house ever. To to be nope. fair, this would not be in the front of the house. It's smaller. I mean, as as an or, as <laughs> an argument. Point. And, However, <laughs> don't you already mind. have a bike that you can't get tires for a motorcycle? <laughs> Wait, you do? No facts. Did we ever actually get tires for your for your bike? I. It, it's not a motorcycle. It's just a bicycle. But yes, the tires are fixed. So we could do, or we can rig up, rig up the drive shaft. Oh, no. <laughs> you can pedal it. <laughs> Just start building around it. He's like, you know what? I, I hate this. It's a bad idea. I'm going to sit here and drink my beer. I'm strangely intrigued. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying it sounds like it might be fun. You know. I, I think so too. It, it'd yeah. be more fun with more people. Hence I'm sharing it with you guys. Yep. I I would love to to participate, but the the you know the however the, the, the six hours between us would make it a little hard to We meet up in Waco and we weld together. <laughs> at like a at a, at a random like pit stop somewhere. Well, not pit stop, I guess. Okay. I Once I finish my dissertation and I and I and I'm done with all that, then I'll need a new project. So <laughs> start figuring out there what we go. need to do and we'll get it set up. We're teaching how to fiberglass. <laughs> it's a whole new skill set. Oh, fiberglass your dissertation over the whole thing. Make that the, like, the body. Have, like, all this we can set up speakers so that we can play my dissertation as we drive around. Oh, yeah. Boom box out the back. Like, like the, yeah. There we go. <laughs> so this thing has already really got a proportion. So we're going to have to make three slots for people to sit in. This is going to be a big thing. So it's <laughs> three of us just tooling around in like, it. Like in tandem, like a tandem bicycle. <laughs> we all got little wheels. I'm going to need to be monkey in the middle, though, because I am very graceless and have no balance. So I'm going to need y'all to hold the bike up. And I'll just look pretty. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's okay. We can work with this. <laughs> we'll give you the, 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 the plastic cup and the wine bottle. And you can sit <laughs> there, there and just like, try to drink while we're driving and just spewing all over me in the back seat. <laughs> Uh, Thax, I think Rita's volunteering her um, her yard for your car. <laughs> it's a bit of a drive for me to go all the way up there on the weekends to tinker around and drive all the way back. Literally drive down there, make one tap weld, and go home. <laughs> all I'm hearing here is I can't, I can't, I can't. Come on. Yeah, where, where's the where's this uh, will do attitude? Yes, ma'am. There, you yes, go. ma'am. <laughs> there is no I in team. <laughs> Unless you spell it really badly. I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a project for next year. We're going to start the GoFundMe soon. We'll be raising funds. <laughs> hey, I'd just be happy if anybody who's hearing this and gets excited like I am could st- start building their own. No, I think it's uh, awesome, and I would love to do it. I just, like I said, metalwork. Yeah. Uh-uh. Because teacup racing is for chumps. We're we're going we're going crazy. I'm not trying to put you, you know, up against the wall to get get working on it, but you're doing that to me, so maybe that's fair. Hmm. ADHD, you give me something that sounds like a project, I'm gonna want to do it. That's the problem. Maybe we we can also give uh, Steampunk November another idea. They need a racetrack now. All of a sudden, there's room. Yeah, can you imagine us having a dirt racetrack for that thing? Space. Yes, I thought about that, but yeah, I on on. Oh wait, as muddy as it usually is when we're there, unless it's. I thought about that every time I've gone. It'd be awesome. Oh god. Yeah, we would literally as we are now. We're just, we're just. Yeah. yeah, You'd need the the driving coat and the goggles, and that would be just (laughs) get the big, big gloves with the big, big mantles on them like that. It's like, yeah, it's an immersive experience. It's gonna immerse you for sure. Steampunk like, mudding. Yeah, well, it's like when you go to a Gallagher show and you have to wear a raincoat mudding. if you're on the front row. There you go. <laughs> Sudsy mudding. mudding. Yeah, you can come up with a word, but you can make this work. <laughs> ah, man, hey, look at that! It is nine o'clock. <laughs> it, is. Oh, it is. It's time to wrap it up once again. Um, we started a little late because we were having technical issues because I'm on a new computer that I am still stealing from work. 
<laughs> but that means I don't have that that's that script I often read. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing it live, as they say. Oh no, I'm doing it live. Oh no! Um, All right, Bill live Riley, let's go. So uh, <laughs> Texas Depot Connection is brought to you in part by J.R. Seeger and his book, A School for the Great Game, uh, which is about uh, a, an Indian school where the English upper class, class learn about spy craft and kung fu and all kinds of groovy stuff. Clearly, this is not the script. I, I like how you said upper crass. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but it sounds really cool. I, I have not read it yet, um, but it is on my list. Uh, it The School for the Great Game is, is on Amazon. I, I'm looking at it as we speak. And it should be, should be a, a series called the Steampunk Raj uh, series as, as he continues to write. So uh, check him out. J.R. Seeger, A School for the Great Game. Uh, we're also brought to you by Fair Treasures, uh, which is a, uh, a an online store that sells uh, female presenting uh, costume uh, for for rent fairs and uh, steampunk events and uh, all that sort of thing. Uh, by our friend uh, Kitty Vinson, who is uh, working at uh, Sherwood Forest Fair right now. Her her store is out there, uh, or you can go online to Fair treasures.com that's f-a-i-r-e treasures uh and she's on etsy um but since it's fair season she might be a little slower to respond than usual just uh you know give give her a little time while she's while she's juggling all these balls (laughs) Um, she's not going to galveston is she because of the sherwood probably not i mean she's literally a hop skip and a jump from here but she has employees she might be able to i i don't know We'll have to ask her. Yeah, I need um, to ask her. Because she went to Steampunk November, and she was doing TR- TRF at the same time. True. I don't know how she does that, but woo! Um, <laughs> we also want to thank our patrons, um, Rita and Lawrence Allen, for their generous uh, pledge, and uh, um, Jenny and Ryan Shaver, who are who are uh, supporting us and, and keeping the lights on here. We appreciate everybody very, very much. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, that basically winds it up. Is there anything else uh, we want to uh, cover before next uh, two weeks from now? No, in two weeks from now, we'll be, yeah, we'll be covering the convention. That'll be the fourth. So the convention will have happened by then. Buy your tickets. Meet us at the Galveston Steampunk Convention, Steampunk Event Festival. We'll be there. We'll say hello to you. Uh, We'd love to meet you. And then we'll talk about you on the fourth on our next episode. Become one of the, the the growing businessmen of milk of uh, dragon milkers. Oh, <laughs> and the first there. official the first official episode of my dissertation is out. The so dissertation podcast is out. Awesome, awesome. Ooh, go listen. Came out. Uh, the I don't have the it's anxiety in the archives dot com. That's okay. And it's I, on I, all I, the podcasts. Huh? It's everywhere. I'm about to run it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hand this off to Flavio so he can uh, uh, take us out. And uh, we will see you in two weeks. So, once again, thank you for listening. You can find us again on uh, Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection for any comments, questions, suggestions. If you know of something happening, Steampunk, that's happening soon, we can put it on our calendar on our Patreon. 
um, as well as the the list of over 100 comics and graphic novels, uh, steampunk and Weird West related. You can also email us at texassteampunkconnection at gmail.com. And we're uh, a streaming podcast, texassteampunkconnection.podbean.com. And if you lose it on Facebook and you want to watch a remake, a rerun of this show at any point in time on YouTube, you can go find them on Steam Chest. <laughs> and although we've made many, many jokes about Twitter, <laughs> you can look for us at TX Steam Steam Connect Connect. One. Oh. Twitter. I never use it. I never look at it. I don't know. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. Once again, thank you very much. And until next time, mind your mind gauges. Your gauges. There's a story because there's always a story. There has to be a story, you know, and I'm talking about libraries, so I can't not tell a story because they mean too much to me. Libraries are filled with an infinity of stories and a fair few stories have been written about libraries. These fictional stories often focus on the mysteries that libraries and archives have hidden away and only a select few are allowed to access these mysteries. The same can be said of real-world academic libraries, where only the privileged few can access the research they need. Examining and analyzing fiction that has been written about libraries and archives can help us to confront the anxieties that surround real-world institutions. My name is Elizabeth Hedrick, and this is just what I'll be doing this year on Anxiety in the Archives, my podcast dissertation. Over the course of the show, we'll discuss social and cultural anxieties around libraries and archives, and we'll learn some truths about access and privilege. We'll also take a deeper look at how traditional academic writing is changing and evolving, and what this means for students and for the brave advisors who are taking this journey with them. It's going to swallow all of us before the end of it. I know it is. (laughs) Well, we're not going to let it swallow you, but if it has to lick you, we might. Release the Kraken! So join me on February 26th, 2023, for Anxiety in the Archives, my podcast dissertation. It is so good.